0: It seems that every time I do a live stream, I get asked about the issue of whether it is better to make an act of spiritual communion instead of being forced to receive our Lord in the Eucharist in the hand rather than on the tongue. As it turns out, the Bishop of Kazakhstan made the case for you. According to him, it is better to make an act of spiritual communion than to receive him in an irreverent manner that reinforces the lack of belief in the real presence that is a serious situation in the church today. But this answer is not pleasing to some. Recently, a Pathos writer decided he needed to correct the Bishop of Kazakhstan on this issue, and in so doing implied rather heavily that he and others who held this position are Pharisees. Let's get into this. I do the best I can to fairly present his argument by liberally quoting him. In these situations, it's best I find to let someone speak for it themselves. His name is Dave Armstrong. Mr. Armstrong quotes our bishop in the following way Nobody can force us to receive the body of Christ in a way that constitutes a risk of the loss of the fragments and a decrease in reverence, as is the way of receiving communion in the hand. In these cases, it is better to make a spiritual communion which fills the soul with special graces. Now I'm going to give you the fuller quote because I think it's prudent to do so. Quoting the bishop from Kazakhstan again. Nobody can force us to receive the body of Christ in a way that constitutes a risk of the loss of the fragments, and a decrease in reverence, as is the way of receiving communion in the hand. Although it is true that one could receive communion on a small, white, and clean handkerchief, a purificator, or small, small corporeal, directly in the mouth, this way is not always practical, and even refused by some priests. In these cases, it is better to make a spiritual communion, which fills the soul with special graces. End quote. This essay can be found virtually anywhere on the internet, but Armstrong chose to quote from Rorate Chaley, a website that I have no quarrel with and have used for sources in the past and will likely do so again in the future. I bring that up because Mr. Armstrong then makes note that Rorate Chaley has a contributing writer who has, shall we say, some unsavory opinions about history that flies in the face of the official story of history, and then he finds this so unsavory that he had to point it out to you. That, in my book, is a form of detraction, meant to discredit the source when it's not relevant to the point being made. I can't show what that example of detraction was, but if you want a link to the story of Mr. Armstrong's, it's on my sources blog, you can see it for yourself, and uh, check the pinned comment for the record. If I remember to, I'll put it there as well, but otherwise, the sources blog is linked in the description box of this podcast. Anyway, Mr. Armstrong cites the Toronto Catholic Witness giving the same argument, And he also says some unsavory things about them. Thanks for the tip, by the way, on that website. I'll have to add it to my list of places to check daily. Quote, There are masses, albeit with mandated communion in the hand, which one must refuse even in the traditional Latin mass and make a spiritual communion instead. End quote. He compares this thinking to the Pharisees and gives us the account of our Lord confronting the Pharisees for their false piety as his evidence. He uses the RSV, which I usually won't use, but I'll use his version for this. Typically, I use the dewy Rams or the Knox. Quote, Matthew chapter 12, verses 1 to 8 in the RSV. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, and they began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. But When the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. He said to them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry? And those who were with him... Now he entered the house of God and ate the bread of the presence, which it was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests. Or have you not read in the law how on the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? I tell you something greater than the temple is here. And if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless, for the Son of Man is Lord on the Sabbath. End quote. Nicely done, Mr. Armstrong. Mr. Armstrong sums up his case this way at the end of the article, after stating that this isn't an issue of preference. I'm glad he admits that much, at least. Quote, Rather, the question is whether it is better to not receive Jesus at all, if receiving on the hand is required, as in the present extraordinary circumstances. That is what I have condemned as Donatist-like and Pharisaical. End quote. He admits that communion on the tongue has been, quote-unquote, temporarily prohibited in many dioceses and parishes, Around the world at the moment, due to what he calls extraordinary circumstances. Fair enough, but that doesn't address the Bishop of Kazakhstan's point, which is rooted in the law of the Church. You cannot be forced to receive our Lord irreverently. Full stop. This also does nothing to address the very real concern about losing fragments of the host, and the very real concern people have of walking on our Lord all over their parish or the real but only whispered-about reality that people often walk out with the consecrated host and do unspeakable things with them. But let's get a different view, that of Cardinal Robert Serra. In 2018, Cardinal Serra said the following, We can understand how the most insidious diabolical attack consists in trying to extinguish faith in the Eucharist, sowing errors and favoring an unsuitable manner of receiving it. Truly, the battle between Michael and his angels on one side and Lucifer on the other continues in the heart of the faithful. Satan's target is the sacrifice of the mass and the real presence of Jesus in the consecrated host, End quote. but it gets better. Cardinal Sarah questioned why Catholics display a lack of submission to God when we receive communion while standing instead of kneeling. Sarah gives his reasoning for his stance on this. Quote, if even the parish priest does not pay attention to the fragments of the host, if he administers communion in such a way that the fragments can be scattered, then it means that Jesus is not in them, or that he is up to a certain point, quote unquote. To remedy this, it is appropriate to promote the beauty, fittingness, and pastoral value of a practice which developed during the long life and tradition of the church, that is, the act of receiving holy communion on the tongue and kneeling. Note that Cardinal Serra explicitly recognizes that this is a practice that organically arose in the life of the Latin Rite of the Church. He doesn't deny that it has not always been the practice. End quote. Now, was Cardinal Serra displaying false piety when he said that? I'd like to know because what it seems to me that the Bishop of Kazakhstan and Cardinal Serra and many others are driving at is that there is a real problem in the Church right now, with statistically only one in three Catholics in the Novus Ordo believing in the real presence of our Lord in the Eucharist. Why is that? When the liturgy is irreverent, and when the laity are taught to treat the Eucharist like something that isn't sacred, the sense of the sacred is lost. That is is central to the argument, and it isn't being addressed by Dave Armstrong or others who take the other position. I have yet to see a good response to this. People point to the Eastern rites, but they do not have this problem. Yes, they receive standing, but they don't receive in the hand. Others point to the ancient church, but say it's in keeping with the ancient church. We should go back to all ancient practices that they kept. The short response is that attempt to get back to the ancient church is banned because it is a hallmark of modernism, the synthesis of all heresies. It's explicitly cited in Pashendi as an example of that. The real presence of our Lord was not something I ever really had a hard time accepting. Christ says that it is his body at the Last Supper, repeating the same concept that lost him the bulk of his followers only days before. The few times I acted as a totally extraordinary minister of Holy Communion in the Novus Ordo, I couldn't accept giving out the Eucharist by hand to the people. It seemed obviously wrong, so I backed out of the duties, because even if at that time my understanding of reverence and the need for submission to our Lord was severely flawed, I understood at least that much. That is a central thrust of Cardinal Sarah's argument there and on other topics. Sometimes we need to submit to God, and an act of spiritual communion is one means of doing that in these times. But maybe you disagree. If so, let me know in the comments below. I do not condemn anyone for receiving in the hand. I just think it's a terrible idea to do so, and I hope you'll join me in uh, removing that practice from your life. And I'll praise something I'll paraphrase something Cardinal Sarah said elsewhere, but I couldn't find the precise quote for, but I know I've read it from him. quote, "God will reward those who work to end the practice of communion in the hand." Food for thought, I suppose. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.